Rick Dayton on the radio, KDKA, 4.06 in the afternoon. We are joined by Deborah Brodeen right now, the president of UPMC's Western Psychiatric Hospital. Big announcement made by them today as it relates to children and as it relates as well to young teenagers and dealing with emotional and behavioral needs. Deborah, it is wonderful to have you on the program. How are you today? Well, I'm very well. Thank you for having me. So give us a rundown in terms of what changes for Western Psych. What changes for UPMC Western today? Well, um, today we are celebrating the grand opening of a new building that we into on the south side of Pittsburgh. It's at 2400 Carson Street, and it is our newest location of ambulatory services specific to the needs of children um, and adolescents, mostly um, early childhood. Uh, these are our programs that are specifically targeted at kids with either autism and developmental disorders, uh, or kids who have experienced uh, trauma. So our Matilda Tice Trauma Services are now going to be relocated and headquartered here on the south side. And it's great news for us, and I think great news for um, Pittsburgh and for Western Pennsylvania because these are uh, needed. They are for a very specialized set of services. They need to be accessible for lots of people, and we think that the location is a wonderful one. When we hear the term and use the term developmental needs, can you say more about what sorts of developmental issues you're talking about? Sure. So we would think about kids with autism. We would think about kids maybe with Down syndrome or with other types of delayed development uh, go through their childhood. They, they don't pick up on the same uh, life skills at the same pace. So those are some of the uh, conditions that, you know, children with autism sometimes will also have developed. So really having the opportunity to work with them to help along uh, in their development uh, at a pace that's uh, closer to what they need and, um, and also address some of the complexities of having, uh, which obviously has an impact on a child's ability to communicate and to relate to others. Yeah, we are getting a little bit of a tone in there, and I apologize for folks at home that uh, that tone from time to time chirps in there and, and your voice cuts out on that. So uh, as we're going through this, I just want to give you a chance to talk about the differences. This is not inpatient, correct? This is outpatient. So they don't have to be checked into the hospital to receive these services. They can come and go as they're receiving them, right? That's exactly right. So Western Psych is the hub of what we call our UPMC Western Behavioral Health Network. And in that network of services, we do have everything from crisis and emergency services for behavioral health, from inpatient services at the hospital, but we also have a host of um, outpatient programs. Some of those are what we call intermediate care programs that are group programs like partial hospitalizations where the, the, the kids will come and work with us you know, sometimes up to five days a week for five hours a day, and it becomes their alternative to school during that time period. Sometimes those programs, though, are less frequent. They're less intense, and uh, they can just be outpatient, sometimes as a group, sometimes individually, and sometimes, um, you know, they're working with an individual counselor for their own uh, mental health needs. So there's a wide variety of levels of care is what we would call that based upon 
you know, the acuity of that individual and what their needs are. This building on the south side is exclusively about our ambulatory services. So our clients come to us here in the building, um, and they're coming for programs that are all about uh, treatment for um, children with autism, with their developmental um, disorders, and also kids who have experienced trauma during their lives. And we're working with those kids to get them um, better able to be more resilient and to uh, deal with their emotional and behavioral issues with the goal of discharging them back to mainstream school system systems. And uh, so that's what we're excited about is that we're providing those services now in a more accessible location, and we've grown the capacity of those programs by moving into this building. So how many people, Deborah, will be working there? How many staffers will you ultimately have? Probably about 70 or so. We'll work here on a regular basis, and, you know, some of those are support staff, and, and uh, some of those are clinicians, doctors, therapists, psychologists. Um, and then we also have some of our programs that actually go and see their patients in their patient's home and work with the patients in their home setting as well as with their families. So we'll call those community-based services. Those clients aren't necessarily coming here, but the staff do come here to check in and have an office to work from. One of the other things that I think is fascinating that you are doing, we've talked so much about the services for kids, but for moms who have uh, just had a baby, they've just uh, delivered, they have dealt with all sorts of a range of emotions and moods and things like that during pregnancy and then the postpartum time, that this is an important time for them to get some care as well, and you are looking at them too. How so? What are you going to be able to do for the moms? Well, that's great, Rick. Thank you for bringing that up. We have a program that is, we call it our NEST program. It's for new moms, and it is all about um, treating them for uh, their, their either during their pregnancy or postpartum period for depression and anxiety or other types of service needs that they need from a behavioral health perspective. And this building will actually house a second location of that NEST program. And some of what's unique about that is not only the um, program for the moms, but also we have the ability for them to bring their babies with them so that they can get care as part of a group and, and bring their child, which obviously would otherwise be, you know, something else they'd have to address in order to be able to get the care that they need. Deborah Brodine is the president of UPMC's Western Psychiatric Hospital, joining us here on KDKA today. Deborah, before I let you go, um, have we been able to figure out just yet why we are seeing more need for services like this? Meaning, why are kids dealing with the emotional challenges like anxiety or depression or aggression, things like that? Have we been able to put our thumb on that just yet? You know, there are lots of uh, theories in terms of what's caused. To say that there's not one. Um, a couple things that spring to mind. Uh, I, we, we do know it has a negative impact on our kids. Uh, create a false sense of what everybody else is doing and that fear of missing out. That leads to a lot of uh, anxiety among our kids. For the programs that we're having here, which are about trauma, you know, unfortunately, we know from CDC surveys that about 60% of Americans will say that they have experienced at least one adverse childhood event, which was traumatizing. And so you can imagine that's a pretty big number. That survey was from 2019. And now we've gone through lots of different changes in our society in terms of the increase 
in violence in our community, the increase in uh, addiction concerns around us, the uh, the, in the increase in um, health care issues, including from the pandemic. And you can just imagine the kids whose, uh, whose lives were disrupted sometimes by schools being closed and not having access to that stable environment that they were used to. And maybe they live in uh, communities that are disrupted. They, they see these, these things, and they are traumatizing. Even things that um, uh, their own medical conditions or if they've lost a loved one from uh, COVID, from a disease, or maybe from uh, violence or um, from incarceration, those things are traumatizing. And unfortunately, these are larger systemic problems that are not necessarily related to mental health exclusively. They're certainly not unique to Pittsburgh, but they are across the country. And, and I think that all of those things are contributing to these concerns. Well, Deborah, thank you for the visit this afternoon and for sharing with us what it is that you are doing. Again, this new facility will be in the south side and Carson Street and is part of UPMC's Western Psych. But again, offering a different type of service, additional services in a different location that, again, will allow people to come and be served. Deborah, thank you for highlighting this. Thank you so much again for having me on. President of UPMC Western Psych joining us here on KDKA.